Welcome to the Why Not Podcast with me, Chrissy Hawkins. In a world where everybody always asks you why, I'm here to ask why not. I'm going to do that by breaking down the mindsets of guests and my own to figure out what makes people say why not. Hi guys, welcome back to Why Not. So today I'm just doing a little short solo episode, kind of talking a little bit body dysmorphia from a male perspective, female perspective, and just kind of a description of it as well. So um, I'm not an expert in this. It's just a bit of like anecdotal stories and just to maybe things that might highlight things that you might have not noticed before or maybe you have noticed been pushing down. But as ever, guys, I just want you to sit back and relax or walk and listen. And here is my episode talking about body dysmorphia. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Why Not. So today I want to have a little chat about kind of body dysmorphia. And this kind of came from a conversation I actually had with two lads yesterday. And we were talking about like how it kind of affects everybody. So I think, you know when it comes to the like of any kind of disorders um eating disorders and stuff like that it's rarely talked about from the male perspective and um it definitely is thing like it's really on the rise eating disorders with men and you may have heard before people refer to things such as um bigorexia which is people who are into say bodybuilding thinking they're actually really small and they're obsessed with getting bigger and bigger so it's almost in a sense like the opposite of anorexia where you think you're bigger and you need to get smaller they need to feel like they need to get bigger and they will go through extreme lengths to get there because they're comparing themselves to the next bigger guy or people have been training for years or people with good genetics so I think it's cool to not cool but like it's um I think it's important to kind of look at it from a few different angles and in this sense I want to talk about like you know I'm not an expert in this I'm going to give a definition that I've gotten off the Mayo Clinic. Um, so I'm not claiming to be an expert. This is all anecdotal. This is what's happened to me. And then also like the two guys I was talking to kind of how it affected them over the years, which is interesting. And, um, you know, it's good to see, as I said, like it's not thought of as a male issue. It's thought of a girl issue, but it is there. And sometimes it's kind of in it. You'd think it's always going to be in the flip side in a sense, because I think when we were younger, you know, girls are told to be skinny lads are told to eat and get up big and strong and stuff like that but now with like social media it's kind of changing and still being big is important but to be lean and big seems to be very important uh, in the male dominated fitness space so that's why I kind of wanted to bring into it as well but I'm going to start by reading basically the definition of how they describe it uh, on the Mayo Clinic's website okay so mayoclinic.org so they describe body dysmorphic disorder is a mental health condition which you can't stop thinking about one or more perceived defects or flaws in your appearance a flaw that appears minor that can't be seen by others but you feel so embarrassed ashamed and anxious that you may avoid many social situations when you have body dysmorphic disorder, you intensely focus on your appearance, body image, repeatedly checking the mirror, grooming or seeking reassurance, sometimes for many hours each day. 
Your perceived flaw and repetitive behaviours cause you significant distress and impact your ability to function in daily life. You may seek out numerous cosmetic procedures to try and fix your perceived flaw. Afterward, you may feel temporary satisfaction and reduction in distress, but often anxiety returns and you resume searching for other ways to fix your perceived flaw. Treatment of body body morph sorry body dysmorphic order may disorder may include cognitive behavioral therapy and medication so some of the symptoms include being extremely preoccupied with a perceived flaw in appearance that others can't see to others can't be seen or appears minor strong belief that you have a defect in your appearance that makes you ugly or deformed belief others take special note of your appearance in a negative way to mock you or mock you Engaging in behaviours aimed at fixing and hiding the perceived flaw that are difficult to resist or control, such as frequently checking the mirror, grooming or skin picking. Attempting to hide perceived flaws with styling, makeup or clothes. Constantly comparing your appearance with others. Frequently seeking reassurance about your appearance from others. Having perfectionist tendencies, seeking cosmetic procedures with little satisfaction and avoiding social situations. So this could... Uh, happen like when it comes it could be anything to do basically a part the most common features that they say people tend to fixate on include your face such as nose complexion wrinkles acne and blemishes hair such as appearance thinning and baldness skin and vein appearance breast size muscle size and tone and genitalia which is an interesting one but basically i think the reason we got on to this talk as well is when i had um will walsh on the podcast before we spoke about how you everyone has so like you have been a certain amount of lean if you believe that's how you should be lean or like you know you manage to drop a certain amount of weight in a certain amount of time that becomes your new normal so like for you that is the bar and you will constantly compare yourself to that bar no matter like we seem to forget that like yeah I was that lean but you don't think about the time like what was it like it could be a really bad time in your life um I've talked a few times at the time I was 46 kilos when I had a look at myself I thought I looked great at the time I'm shocked now because I'm 12 kilos heavier and looking at it back and I'm like my god I was like unhealthily skinny but to me at the time I looked great and now I realize it was really unhealthy also wasn't sustainable but I was also going through a really rough time and I was barely eating so that's why I dropped to such a low body weight and on the flip side of it as well is I did a cup before Christmas I've spoken about this I've spoken about the eight week shred I did and while I know that was not sustainable I'm still the odd time looking at it going god I was so lean looking at my photos from my shoot being like that was class it'd be great if I was like that but also to look like that I had to give up so much and I have to remind myself because like it's not like I put on a lot of weight it just I'm just not as lean and I don't see as much definition and I liked having you know really defined arms and shoulders and really flat stomach and again like I'm not saying like I'm not put on 10 kilos since I did the cut I've put on um I think two and a half three like it was because I only lost about two kilos at the time anyway so that body fat is back and then in my head I'm comparing myself to those photos but remembering I have to be like okay yeah but you were doing two hours of cardio a day you were 
like all your meals were set 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 you couldn't have a drink you know if you wanted to have chocolate you had to decide between had you have chocolate or an extra serving of rice because we had to keep on these calories until the shoot was over and like you kind of forget about that part I think I feel like you have to remind yourself the harsh part because you're like god I look so good and I'm not saying I don't now but that comparison to then I have to be like well yeah you were but you were cranky you were cold you were tired um you know you were wearing multiple layers of clothes it's not like you were showing it off because it was October because who doesn't want to do a a cut in the summer but like all these different things like you know you couldn't drink you had to like I I've I've nothing wrong with planning meals but like you had every meal planned you know to cook it up and have it for four days and you know there was very small looking meals a lot of the time you know trying to have like a treat had to be worked into it so it wasn't um it wasn't great fun in a sense so you have to I think you always have to remind yourself of that like you know was it worth it kind of yeah the pictures are class was it sustainable no I have to like you know I like to be able to eat chocolate when I want and have a cake with my lunch and you know loads of different things like that and uh, because of that I can't stay that lean and honestly I don't really want to be I I prefer having the options of having the cake or every other little different thing that you know you kind of take for granted when you are not that lean if that makes sense and I suppose with that like I've noticed these kind of trends the, the, you know that being your standard I've noticed these trends with people I know like so one of the guys I was talking to the other day one of his would be at one point in his life he was five percent body fat and he has this photo where he is absolutely shredded to the bone as well and now he would be like a normal body weight he has you know good structure uh, not fat but he considers himself fat sometimes and it's because of that has happened before so he's been at that low standard and so he thinks that him being at like a normal kind of body weight it hits him and he goes oh god I'm so fat and like you're not fat like he's like look at his gut and I was like you don't have a gut (laughs) you're you're like you're really well like he's like really well proportioned that's how I say it but you don't but all he sees is a comparison to that so it affects you and these little things like like you know yeah I'm still in a sense lean but you have to remind yourself maybe and if you talk to yourself so much and you tell yourself over and over you're going to believe it so if you tell yourself things enough times you're going to believe it and that's I think a problem that we have and obviously the likes of the social media doesn't help because we have this thing in our hand that you can in an instant flick open and look at all the bestly toned species of the human race you know people who either have class genetics or are on steroids and because of that they're absolutely shredded and these people are putting a pedestal as like the marker of what you want to be like and if you're in any way shape or form different it's you know it's um like you're not you're failing or something like that I suppose and it's really funny because we all come in different shapes and sizes because that's you know how life works but we think that like you know because of these said geez genetic maybe 
these people who are genetically gifted are put on that pedestal that there's something wrong with us and if you've been in a situation where you can get to that point as well that makes it sometimes even worse because you know you can do it but you're not there at the moment and that can be hard to deal with sometimes and I think before that it had been a case of it was more prevalent maybe women because we had the the magazines and stuff like that whereas men weren't reading you know trash magazines like we do but now they have the same issue of you know they're seeing all these ripped huge men on on social media and they just they don't know what to do with it they start feeling inadequate there's more people joining the gym and I find that interesting and like the other guy we were talking to was kind of almost on the opposite like so he was always quite um lean grown up and he was saying how a doctor told him that he was anorexic and and he wasn't he was just naturally really lean so it didn't matter what he did he couldn't put on weight but that stuck with him for years so he always felt like he was really small and had to make himself bigger and that's kind of like you know it's really bad how these things affect you don't realize how these people are gonna things are gonna affect people like you know saying that someone offhand to a doctor to a young lad is not like it's gonna affect them you may not realize it's gonna affect them but like you he was doing his best then to try and be bigger for a long time and i think it's only well now like you know they still these people still struggle with these issues but in a sense we kind of have to come more accepting of ourselves over time or you know find ways that we can make this better because if you as i said if you say these things to yourself enough you're going to believe it and if you start to believe it you're going to cause more troubles to yourself like in the sense that you know you're going to feel worse about yourself you're going to affect your mental health more and this is the issue that has been happening in in these days like this is what I'm trying to say like it's really hard to talk about this in a sense that I understand how it's affected me and I understand how it's affected the people I was talking to I'm not a professional when it comes to it I what but I want to like I suppose hammer home the point is like you need to be careful about what we're saying to ourselves and um like if you're telling everyone not telling everyone but like if you go around and say like call yourself fat all the time you're going to believe it you're going to feel worse about yourself you're going to be picking on yourself more but you forget as well that other people will pick up on that so not necessarily saying that like you know your family's going to call you fat but my uh, like your your children might notice that and then they're going to pick up these things these issues over time like I know I never thought it affected me but I kind of realized now it did because when I was growing up there was a lot like say for instance putting on any amount of weight or putting it off and you know it was almost like commented on constantly it's like oh you eating all that like it still is today my family are really bad for doing this they'd be like oh you're gonna eat all that and I'm like yes I am gonna eat all that um and then they're gonna go oh whoa you eat you ate all that oh you know what I mean like and I'm like yeah well you just asked me was I going to and then when I did do it you're like oh why did you eat all that and I'm like (laughs) he literally challenged me to do it and I will take that damn challenge um so I don't know and like I would be say the leanest the one the, like the leaner members it's not members who are leaner than me that are saying oh you're going to eat all that it's like no I'm I'm rather lean uh, I know I'm rather lean I feel myself properly I can eat a full pizza if I want 
Um, but you do, I think, like when I was younger, that would really affect me as well. Like, you know, you're kind of being told this or, you know, if you put on a bit of weight, it was pointed out. And then, but if you didn't eat something, you were told, you were like, oh, why aren't you eating? Are you on a diet? And it's like, like make your mind up. <laughs> and these things stick with you. And for a long time, I didn't realize that this was how I felt. Uh, it's only in the last maybe two or three years I've realised how much it affected me in my teen years and like kind of silly things I did to try and lose weight because I had this like image of being like too too fat or too chubby like and I think as well like for me one of the things that I noticed is like I'm I was saying this as like I'm quite small chested so because of that I've always felt like there was something wrong with me because my stomach would come out further down my chest and it's something that's bugged me for years and to me it makes like it looks like I'm bigger in a sense and I think I've just about accepted it uh will I fully accept it ever probably not but like that I think I just have to realize I'm never going to unless I get surgery I'm never going to be that size and these are all these things that we don't think about like there it was saying like stuff that you uh you fixate on like I was thinking you know when it comes to body dysmorphia you more think of like I'm too fat or I'm too skinny or whatever but then it says there like you know breast size that's one thing that something I've struggled with my whole life I'm like that's not the figure you're supposed to have or the way a girl's supposed to look and that can get like you know kind of difficult when you're looking at everyone else who's developed <laughs> and it just didn't happen to you but it doesn't make you any worse of a person to to be like that so I think we need to like kind of keep an eye on these things like especially you know if you have been doing this for a long time to yourself it takes a lot of time to get out of the habit and like you need to look out for these things not just as I said like you know if you're saying them like you know your kids can pick up on these things or different things like you know if uh, like <clears throat> I suppose part of it saying it as well is like that it's not just a female thing as well so you have to be not necessarily just picking up on this for your kids for your daughters but for your sons as well because a lot of them as well are getting into that training now uh, at a very young age which is fine it's great to see kids in the gym if you're not sporty it's a great place there's lots of people I know who have done it but there's, don't, there's a lot of lads now as well, in particular, who are starting to take steroids at a very young age because they want to get bigger quicker because this other, and this can damage their development as well. Like, you know, um, it, it can damage your development anyway by like, you know, taking testosterone and doing these cycles can be very damaging to your actual natural production. So for young lad in his teens to start doing this just to get bigger, which is more common than you think, they are not fully developed yet and they can do long-term damage. So I suppose kind of keeping an eye out for things like that as well to make sure that they realise, you know, it does take time and like that. If, if you're a young, young lad as well, like you're not going to put on the amount of muscle Arnie had in years in um you know a couple of months and I don't think they want to wait for that and again a lot of these people they are looking up to are on 
steroids or PEDs, performing enhancing drugs, to in order to get themselves to this size. So I think it's really important that we also acknowledge that, because if you're not acknowledging that, you are um, not acknowledging it. But like, I think more attention needs to be brought to this, um, because it's like before when like okay all images are photoshopped anyway but like before when photoshop became a thing and images are being retouched and people are like not knowing and then they're wondering why they can't look a certain way but now it's kind of more out there that like a lot of these images are retouched and people know that yeah okay great i don't look that way but also need this person in the picture um i think this needs to go as well there needs to be more transparency i know they're illegal but there needs to be more transparency in the fact that people are taking steroids to get to a certain um certain look because it is causing issues to general people who are going why can't i do that well this person probably couldn't do it anyway um a lot of the bodybuilders and stuff that you are looking at are not natural they will by tell you they're natural because they'll get in trouble if they tell you they're on steroids but they're not and we need this we need to know this so we are not chasing after something that we can't attain anyway because it's fake um and just it's very important as i say because there, there is a lot of young lads now who are starting to do cycling of steroids at a, at a young age and it can do long-term damage to you and um, because if you're disrupting your hormone things are not fully developed it's not good for you um they're not going to listen probably but we have to keep an eye out for these say like body dysmorphic kind of comments in both girls and guys because they'll show up differently a lot of the time but it's this it's falling under similar things so if you are worried i think do speak to them um ask them why they get this idea but you know, as I said, you're having these things in your hand that, that, that like literally can access you to look at everyone and like that as well. Using that thing, you can order whatever the hell you want online as well. That being steroids or, you know, fat burning pills or like there's all these other things that like, you know, they sell on Facebook that are all just scams. But like that now you have a like an access to it like you know you can just buy it your parents mightn't even have to know and if you're an adult if you're in your 20s like again they don't have to know because if you're working for your own money but there's a lot of stuff out there like that that prey on the insecurities of people and they try to sell you something that's an absolute scam um and there's loads of stuff out there i'd love to i might do an episode on them different things that i found that are absolutely ridiculous but if they basically tell you you are going to get near a six pack with no effort they're lying to you and they're just going to take your money so just be careful about that and that is the short version of that but yeah so i think that is everything i have for today it's kind of a short episode because like that i wanted to kind of talk on about the subject and bring it up and just seeing like experiences from both sexes on it but I'm also very aware that I'm not an expert on it. I'm not a mental health professional. I'm not like, I am just a, an instructor. So I want to start, I'm, not, I'm just a PT. So I just want to stay in my lane in that sense. But I would like to talk about it. And maybe you'll identify some traits that you 
didn't realize you have or maybe you have realized but you've been kind of ignoring um, and these are the kind of things that we need to address and don't let them get too far gone it's really important we don't want to you know let it control you turn into an eating disorder turn into a mental health disorder um, if you can catch it early you can work on it you can get help to work on it and get someone who specialised in the area but just don't let them take over and I think with that as I said I'm going to let you guys go if you do want to find me you will find me on Instagram and TikTok so it's at Chrissy H Fitness on Instagram and TikTok and my website is www.chrissyhawkins.com as ever thank you for listening I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you found it informative Thank you again for listening to the Why Not Podcast. It really means a lot that you are listening in and I would love if you could please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or subscribe on Spotify. And always, I'd love to hear feedback personally. So if you do want to leave me a message and let me know how you found the podcast, please do.